All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And if you are new to me, new to my channel, if you're watching live on YouTube or if you're watching the replay, please do subscribe so that you can watch all of the live shows and all of the shows on demand. It's my gift, my dear. Uh, yeah, let me start again. It is my dearest, deepest wish, desire and intention to bring forward these wonderful speakers who are sharing their talents, their gifts, their wisdom, their teachings, their experiences, their readings, uh, activations and processes, etc., so that we can all thrive, right, and have joy and happiness in our lives. So um, everyone, please do join me in welcoming my dear friend, Dr. Monique, back to the show. And um, today, for those of you who don't know, we are going to be talking about empowering your path to abundance, manifesting with ancestral healing, rituals and guidance. And some of what we're going to discuss is uh, embracing your ancestral wisdom, learning how to tap into the collective wisdom of your ancestors for guidance and manifesting abundance. Healing ancestral wounds can block your abundance and prosperity. We're going to talk about unlocking abundance in your lineage with a certain tool. So we're going to find out what that is. We're going to be talking about building a strong connection, exploring practical techniques to strengthen your connection with your ancestors, fostering a supportive relationship. We'll be talking about manifesting your dreams, discover how ancestral insights can empower you to manifest your deepest desires and create a life of abundance. And of course, Dr. Monique will be offering many readings live on the call, like she always does. We have so much fun with that. We always learn so much. So certain processes come through, you know, um, organically, etc. And uh, so much fun. So of course, if you would like to get a mini reading with Dr. Monique, please do raise your hand or type your question in the chat. And for those of you who do not know Dr. Monique or have not, you know, had the pleasure of, you know, meeting her on our shows before or on other shows, um, she is the ancestrally rooted intuitive healer. She is a spiritual teacher, a ritualist, a healer, and business intuitive dedicated to helping healers, intuitives, coaches, and spiritual entrepreneurs embody the healing wisdom in their lineage. She helps her clients discover their ancestral medicine superpowers to create their unique healing system so they can serve more people, stand out, and earn more money. With her extensive training in metaphysical counseling and mentorship from her ancestors and spiritual teachers worldwide, Dr. Monique is a leading authority in the field of ancestor reverence. She's the founder of the Ancestrally Rooted Intuitive Certification Program. So join us now as we delve into the world of ancestral healing with Dr. Monique. I'm so glad you're here. We always have so much fun. We do have fun. Thank you for inviting me again to be here with you. And well, we I see always there are people popping on. So this is great. And you know, it's so it's so like we learn so much, but we have so much fun. And the readings are always like so spot on and informative, I have to say. So it's um it's it's always a perfect time. And of course, you know, talking about the ancestors, we just finished in in the Hindu culture, we just finished a period of honoring the ancestors, right? So it's it's a big deal, you know, and um, it's something that we all do every year <laughs> at this time. We just finished it, like I said, but it is about, you know, staying connected to your ancestors and also um, getting the wisdom from them, their energies, their support, their guidance, their love from them so that we can continue to thrive and you know, have a wonderful life here now, right? Absolutely. That's beautiful. 
<laughs> I love talking to you because it's so easy. It's like, oh my God, it's so easy to uh, have these conversations with you. So I want to get started, first of all, just really quickly talking about, you know, we're going to be talking about empowering our path to abundance, right? And um, using manifestation techniques with, you know, that have to do with ancestral healing, rituals and guidance and certain tools that we're going to be learning. So it's a lot, right? So I think everybody should definitely have some water handy. And of course, if you want to take notes, you can take notes because there's always these wonderful processes that come through that we can all use. And, you know, even though they come through one person, the usually the processes are applicable to everyone. And also the um, the wisdom that comes through from the ancestors, it's not always just specific to the person who asked the question. It can also be applicable to everyone, right? So it's really important for everyone to be willing to receive, right? From the whole call, from all the questions, from all the processes, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be doing some, we, we have some fun things in store, some things that are different than we've talked about before. Awesome. So let's start, first of all, just, you know, we always ask this question, but I think it's a, it's an important one. And, and you know, like, we're going to talk about it during this conversation anyways, but how we can begin to connect with our ancestors and actually access their guidance for manifesting abundance. So sometimes we just, you know, want to connect with them just to have that relationship, but specifically for how we can access our guidance on manifesting abundance because, you know, abundance is, um, it's always going to be a thing, right? It's, it's it's not like it's a brand new thing in this, in this economy, in this time and place. Abundance has always been and always will be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of times people, you know, we've talked about this before. People are focused on the ancestors who were wounded and hurt and have passed to us what some people call curses, which I don't believe in, but they call curses. Um, trauma and that kind of thing. Well, you know, there are more, you have more ancestors that are healthy, wise, whole, and ready to support you than you have that are wounded. Mm. Right. And so we can connect with those ancestors. All of us have ancestors in our lineage that at some point experienced abundance. It may have been an abundance of love. It could have been an abundance of land, abundance of opportunities, an abundance of healing. It could be an abundance of money. It could be an abundance of food where they were able to share food. We have ancestors that have experienced abundance. And those ancestors, when they see us struggling, when they see us going without, when they see us in fear about whether or not we'll have enough of something, whether it's enough love, enough opportunity, whether it's enough money, whether it's enough time left on the planet, Anytime they're seeing us wallowing in scarcity, they want to reach in and help. But ancestors don't force themselves upon us. We have to invite them in. We have to let them know that, yes, we do want your help. Please come. Please help us. Please open the door. Please show us a path. Please bring these opportunities to us. And so we work with the ancestors by, you know, first just talking to them as if they were already sitting in your living room. One of the things that I noticed lately is that a lot of the ancestresses in family lineages are saying, meet me in the kitchen. Let's have a cup of tea. Let's 
cook something. So your ancestors are always around you and you invite them in by acknowledging that they exist. Now, some people will say to me, well, you know, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother or my father was absent or, you know, my grandmother wasn't a very nice person. We're not really talking about your immediate ancestors. You can connect with those. You can do the healing work with those. But that's not really where you want to start. You want to start with these healthy, whole, healed, resilient, courageous ancestors who are ready to work with you right now because as you collaborate and work with them, they can heal the ones that are having some of the challenges and trouble and, and problems. But for now, they can work with you, help you in your life right now. And then if you say to them, you know, my mother and I had challenges or my grandmother wasn't very nice to me or my father abandoned me or something along that line, you can ask those ancestors that now have been collaborating with you to help heal the pains that were caused by those life experiences. But where we wanna really start is with these healthy, heal and hold ancestors and asking them for guidance and support. So if so, of course, if you don't know who they are, like I don't know my great, great, great grandparents' names or anything about them, can we just say, call on any ancestor who, you know, had experience with or a good experience with abundance, for example? Yes, we can call upon any ancestor. We don't have to only call upon the ones that we have names for. And we know that these ancestors exist because we know that we had two parents and they had two parents and they had two parents and they had two parents. You know, we know that we have thousands of people in our family lineage or more. And so you don't have to know who they are. You can just ask the ones like if you're let's say you're a healer and you're finding that things are a little stagnant in your business Maybe you are wanting to take your clients to another level, or maybe there's a client that just isn't moving the way you want them to move and you're not sure what direction to go with them. You can call upon your healer ancestors. They're in your family lineage. If you're a healer, trust me, you're not the first one in your family to do it. You may be first one in your family that you know of, but you are not the first one in your family that has done this work call upon them and ask them to come and support you and help you and work through you and channel the energy through you. That's a way that you bring the ancestor forward to support you. And then of course you express gratitude to them once they've done it. You always want to make sure that you, you know, let them know that you're grateful, but you can bring in these ancestors. If you're, having trouble in a relationship. Talk to the ancestors. Ask the ancestors that were the wise ones. You know, many of us have ancestors in our family that were the ones that people came to for guidance and wisdom. Invite them forward, let them know, you know, this is these are the challenges in my relationship. I need support, I need help. Now, one of the things you have to be careful of is being stuck in, it has to have a certain outcome. So a lot of times it's like, help me with my marriage and make sure that this person never leaves me. <laughs> well, you can't control the outcome, but what you can do is work with them 
to have the best outcome from whatever the situation is and be open because it could be something even better than you ever imagined that they are able to help you create. And now you are stuck and it has to be this certain way. So you miss out on that beautiful opportunity. But being open to your ancestors delivering in a way that is going to be the best for you, that doesn't mean that you can't ask for something. But what it means is if you get something even better, you don't want to sit back and go, well, no, I don't want that. You know, I had a client that was telling me that she wanted to take her entire family to Disney World because her her kids always wanted to go and now they're grown and they're grandkids. And so she wanted to do this big trip and she was focused on, I got to break the money. I got to make the money. I got to make the money to go. And she was asking the ancestors, you know, I need money. You know, I need more money. And I said, stop, focus and talk to the ancestors about that trip. Have a conversation with them about, you know, I'm looking forward to doing this and that. Spend some time looking at all the things that you're going to do while you're on that trip. Talk to the ancestors about how you want to go to this place or that place and the looks that you want to see on the faces of your children and your grandchildren. Ask the ancestors to help create that. I said, because here's the thing. If I dumped a lump sum of, of money in your lap, that would be exciting to you. But what if I told you, I'm just going to give you the trip. Are you going to tell me no? <laughs> you're going to tell me I don't want to go because I need to earn the money. No, that's not what you're going to do. You need to go ahead and take the vacation because I'm gifting it to you. Well, it turns out that she ended up winning a trip to Florida to Disney World. And she ended up being able to take the majority of her family and then she was able to pay for the rest of the people to go because she received this trip. Wow. And that's what we're talking about, talking to the ancestors, asking them for support, but not being stuck with how it's supposed to happen and not being stuck on it had, you know, in her case, she had to be the one to pay for it was really where she was stuck at. And what we were doing is opening it up to let's just, we, this is the, this is what we want to experience. Right. So that, yeah. that's an example. Oh no, that's beautiful. And it's so powerful. And it's not just for that, you know, but you know, I, I think that the key point uh, piece of that for me was see the expressions on your children's faces, how happy they are to go. So it's about the experience and the emotion, not about how are we going to make it happen, but focusing on the experience and what you want to ex experience while you're there and not just you, but everybody else with you that, that's going, right? Just that that emotional connection, that, you know, um, positive emotional connection, right? All of that, that, I think that is what makes the difference. You know, because the other stuff gets you kind of stuck in the how and the limitations and the restrictions and, you know, and just playing in your head and getting all frustrated and negative and blah, blah, blah. Right. So yeah. and by that, the way, she beautiful. flew first class. Wow. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is amazing. I love that. And again, it was just about her having a conversation with the ancestors you know, and saying, this is what I would like to experience, right? And and then allowing it to unfold however it's going to unfold. Right, right. And that, you know, 
and there's a certain, you know, there's a, a process that I gave her for having those conversations, but really having those conversations and we can, anyone can start right there, right? Anyone can start with having the conversations. There are other tools that we can use along the way that um, allow us to manifest it faster and having a more intense, you know, manifestation, but anyone can begin there. Just begin having the conversations and really being focused on the experience, as you mentioned, you know, really focus on the experience that you want to have and not so much focused on, it has to happen a certain way. And, and I've seen, you know, I have a number of examples of people who have manifested things that they never even imagined that they would manifest. And so this is how we begin to tap into the collective wisdom of our ancestors, right? Yeah, this is the beginning. That is, you know, the first step is these these conversations. Be in conversation with your ancestors. Acknowledge them. Thank them for what they created, for the foundation that they set for you to be where you are right now even if it isn't where you want to be. Thank them for setting the foundation for where you are right now. And right now you're receiving the information you need to begin to have a different life experience. So thank them for bringing you here to even hear this, right? Thank them for allowing you to connect with them and bring their wisdom forward. But that is, that really is the first, you know, a lot of times people think, well, I need to do certain practices. I need to be careful, all of that. Well, you just need to set the intention that the ancestors that you are communicating with are the ones that most want to help you, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. You don't worry about all the others. Those are the ones that most want to help you. Now, does it mean that there aren't some ancestors that have some things that, could get in the way of you manifesting. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that they're negative or they're a curse. Oftentimes our ancestors are protecting us. They love us that much that they want to protect us. You may have an ancestor that was a phenomenal healer, but for some reason, at some point in their lives, they were betrayed or they were abandoned or they were abused as a result of it. And now when you get ready to share your work, eh, they want to protect you. They want to stop you. And they want to do that because they're afraid that you will experience the same things that they've experienced. And those are the ancestors that we do do the healing work with. And that does take a little bit of advanced work, but we do do the healing work with them. And we enlist the support of our well ancestors to do that work. And that's when, you know, you're lifting some of those traumas and the wounds. I call them karmic stories. They're stories that the ancestors have lived. They're just stories, right? Mm -hmm. They're life experiences that have created these stories that are now passed down from generation to generation and manifest in different ways. And sometimes those stories need to be dissolved, healed, released, let go of, (laughs) cleared, in order for that story not to continue from generation to generation to generation. It also needs to be cleared so that it isn't um, impacting the way you are manifesting the things that you want. So the healing does go hand in hand. 
but that doesn't stop you from going ahead and connecting with these really beautiful, wise ancestors for support. Now, some people do know who their ancestors are. Some people do know they have ancestors. I have one um, friend, her, she has an ancestor that predicted an earthquake and it turned out to happen, right? Um, and so that ancestor is one that had some psychic abilities. And so she knows that if she's dealing with clients or something, she can call up on that ancestor. Some people know that they had ancestors that were healers, or maybe they were doctors or nurses or midwives. Some people know that they had ancestors that um, served in the military. And of course, that brings about some additional karmic stories that may need to be healed, but it also... Um, in many cases, are there are ancestors that have done that, that have this fear and this courage and this fierceness about them. And so we have ancestors throughout our entire family lineage that have done different things that are ready to help us. But you don't necessarily, you know, if you know who they are and you have the information, then you can connect right in with those ancestors. If you don't know who they are, just know that they're there. Just know that if you're struggling with something or you're having some difficulties, there's an ancestor that can support you because that ancestor more than likely had some similar experiences that you did and now they're ready to help you. Awesome. Thank you. And then and that's the thing. It's like what we're experiencing is not new. I mean, our ancestors have experienced a lot of the same things, right? Maybe not to the degree or the, you know, the effect that we are, but they have experienced a lot of what we have as well. So definitely having that extra support system can be helpful so that we can continue to move forward in our life and our journey. But I want to talk a little bit about some of the <clears throat> some of the misconceptions uh, that there are about working with ancestors, especially in the manifestation process you know, and how that we can clear those or dispel those myths or dispel those misconceptions so that we have more clarity about about how it actually works um, with, with regards to manifestation, you know, whether it's abundance, whether it's a relationship, whether it's something else, your physical even, right? Um, so can, can you tell us a little bit about some of the common misconceptions that we, or that you've seen in your clients having about working with the an ancestors in the manifestation process? Yeah, some of them are, are ones that we've talked about. I don't know my ancestors. Another one is all of my ancestors were horrible people. <laughs> I can guarantee you they were not. Now, that may have been your immediate experience with some of your ancestors, where you had ancestors that weren't the nicest people. But overall, all of your ancestors are not negative, right? They are they are spirits that have gone through their transformation and they are pure love and light and they're ready to help you. So that's one. Another one is, as I mentioned, you know, all of my ancestors passed were curses. I don't have any interest in connecting with my ancestors. All they did was bring me negativity, right? The reason why I'm suffering, the reason why I'm struggling is all my ancestors were, was, you know, full of curses. Ancestors, as I mentioned, in my experience, were working with people all over the world. And I mean, thousands of people. What I have found is that the ancestors have stories just like you and I do. We are not a curse. 
we are filled with stories and experiences. And sometimes those stories and experiences are as a result of what our ancestors have experienced and passed to us. And now we have taken those stories and we have turned them into something that is um, maybe the same or something a little bit different. Maybe we've even healed those stories because we're clear that we don't wanna pass down a cycle of abuse. So we've done the work so that doesn't happen. Or in some cases, addiction. We know that there's a pattern of addiction. We want to handle that and change that and heal that. And so we do. But your ancestors are, are so much more than these wounds and these um, curses that people always say that they are. They have so much more to offer. So that's often a myth that people really believe that their ancestors are just filled with curses. Another myth that people have is I can't work with them because it's dangerous. So I get a number of people that come to me and say, oh my goodness, working with ancestors is really dangerous. And I can't work with my ancestors because I don't know how to protect myself. And working with your ancestors is not dangerous because what I said before, you always wanna set the intention that you are working with your kind, loving, wise, resilient, courageous, beautiful, kind ancestors. You just set that intention that those are the ones that you're inviting in and that's who you receive. That's who comes. And they will make sure that the others don't enter in without your permission. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to have a special way to do it or anything like that. The other one is uh, I get people that will say, well, I don't really want to alter in my house because I don't want these negative ancestors to come in. And if I put pictures on there of ancestors that were not very nice, and I say, don't put the ancestors pictures that you really had negative relationships with on your altar. Only put the ones on your altar that you either knew, know, and you loved and enjoyed, or the ones that you didn't know but you know of them, or you may have their pictures, but you didn't really know them. Put the names of the ancestors on your altar if you don't have photos. If you don't wanna do that or you can't do that because you're not connected, then you just put you know, great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, or you just set the intention that you're honoring all of your, your lineage and you're specifically honoring those well and healthy whole ancestors. And that can be done by a glass of water and a candle. Just that simple. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or anything like that. So that is another way that you can honor your ancestors and bring their wisdom forward. So those are I, the myths. And I love that it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't, you know, it can be simple, like either just with a candle and a glass of water, that's all you really need. And just your intention of how of, of who you want to connect with and even why you want to connect with with them in particular, right? Yes. 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 Asking and, and you know and letting them know why you're connecting with them. You know, and and I think oh another myth that I have had people say is my ancestors are gone. Let them rest in peace. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not disturbing them with my problems and my challenges. Your ancestors, part of their spiritual contract is to come back and help you. 
is to support you, is to guide you. And it is their biggest joy to help their descendants experience something different. So think about it. If you're a grandparent or even a parent, you want better for your children than you had. And you want better for your grandchildren. And in many cases, you'll go and do whatever you can to create better for them. Same thing with your ancestors. They want better for you and they're willing to do the work to help you. And it is their biggest joy to do that. You'd be amazed at when I connect with people's ancestors, how excited they are. I mean, I've had ancestors that will come dancing into the room you know, because they're so excited. I've seen ancestors create celebrations when someone is connecting with them for the first time. The ancestors want to connect with you. They want to help you. Awesome. So it's time, you know, for, for those of us who have not connected regularly, you know, on a consistent basis, maybe it's time, right? So can you provide some practical tips or exercises for our audience so they can start incorporating the ancestral wisdom into their daily lives? Yeah, and I've shared this one before, but I'm gonna share it again because it is so powerful. And then I'll share one that I, I haven't shared as much, but this one is the water exercise. And it is before you go to bed, drink a half a glass of water. Now, okay, so the glass doesn't need to be this tall because I know some of us are at that point in our lives where we don't want to drink a lot of water before we go to bed. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you can get just a small glass, right? Take um, and even take a few sips of it. Put that glass by your bed. Set the intention that you will connect with the ancestors while you sleep. And ask them for guidance and wisdom on a particular subject. And... When you wake up in the morning, drink that rest of the water and then jot down whatever comes to mind. Now, you may remember a dream. You may have an idea. You may have, you may still be, you know, confused. Write that down. Write whatever is on your mind and do this practice over a period of time. And what you'll start to notice is more and more messages and symbols and ideas will start to come through. And by recording it, it really gets it out of your head and onto, onto paper and really just taking the time to do that. Now, this isn't an exercise that you have to spend you know, hours on. This is something that you could do very quickly in the morning. Mm -hmm. And this way you start to build that connection with them and it's letting them know that you want to connect and you want to partner with them. Start out asking questions that are very easy. You don't need to ask questions that are huge, you know, that are really challenging, just things that are very easy. So that's one. The other one that I really enjoy doing is I write down three things that I would like to experience as if I've already experienced them. And I ask the ancestors to provide me with guidance, opportunity or openings to have this experience. And I do that every night. And I will often do the same three until something has come through to give me some guidance or some information. Or maybe I've decided, you know, after writing this for a few nights, this isn't really what I want. So I need to create it a little bit differently. 
And you do that. And I had one client that did that in, in terms of relationships. And so she did that. She wanted to be in a relationship and she wrote these three every night. And we, you know, we perfected them and we changed them and we worked with them and worked with the ancestors on them. And she met her person and she met her person in a way that she never would have thought she would have met her person. Right. So she met her person. She's happy. She's in her relationship and she got exactly what she was wanting. And she asked the ancestors to help her with it. Now she had been doing manifestation work. She had been, you know, she practiced the law of attraction and she had taken a lot of manifestation classes. But we connected with her ancestors that we discovered were ancestors that did relationship type work. Um, one of her ancestors was the person in the village, right? The person in her village that helped couples come together. Well, we connected with her so she could help create this relationship for her. And that's how we were able to help her. But even without me being involved, you can write those three things that you want as if they're happening and just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. The other is just talk to your ancestors as you're walking through the house. As you're walking through your home, talk to them. Prepare a traditional meal that is something that may have been passed down from your ancestors. It could be culturally related. It could be something that was just a part of a tradition in your family lineage. Prepare that and sit down and have that meal and think about your ancestors and how they may have interacted with each other, talked to each other. Think about your ancestors, talk to them as you're having this meal. And you don't have to talk out loud so that if you're, you know, sharing a home with someone and you're sitting at the table and you're talking to your ancestors, if they don't get it, that might seem a little odd, but you can just sit and, you know, silently have this conversation with your ancestors over a beautiful meal. Some, you know, tea is, I love tea and I have ancestors that love tea. And whenever I have a glass of tea, as I'm making my, you know, my cup of tea or even iced tea, I will just kind of talk to them and say, hey, you know, I'm having a cup of tea and, you know, this is what's going on and I need some insight and some direction and boom, there they are. Another way that I will share with people is if you have a specific task. So it doesn't have to be really big things that we need help with. And I've shared this story before about how I had a plumbing problem. And my father was always the one that did all of the plumbing work, the electrical work, worked on my cars. I never had a plumber. I never had an electrician. I never had a car mechanic because he knew how to do all of that. And when he passed, it left a void for us. We didn't have that. And we had to now start to hire people and depend on people. And I was really concerned that hiring someone, you know, I went into this fear, oh, they might take advantage of us. And I had to stop and go, wait a minute. Nope, I can manifest this. And I can ask my father to help guide us to the person that would be the best fit for what we need to do. I brought up, you know, I typed in plumbers in, you know, my local area. 
came up with a list. I think it was you know, the Yelp list or something. And I closed my eyes and I just said, you know, pop, guide me to the right one. And I went, boom, and I hit and I look and I see this one. I gave that person a call. Now I had called someone else and before I had done this exercise. And that person actually made the problem worse. <laughs> and so I am now in a desperate situation and I call him. He said, oh, he said, let me tell you how to stop the problem immediately. And then I can come out first thing in the morning. He guided me through everything, got it all together. He comes out the next day. He tells me, well, there's three options that you have. I said, well, which one would you do? He said, the least expensive one. Now, he could have sold me the more expensive option, and I probably would have gone for it. He said the least expensive one because nobody's going to see it. It's behind the wall, you know, the whole line. So he did the work. He asked me, you know, what are some of the other things that you need done? I was like, wow, okay. So I said, oh, well, you know, there's a couple of things that maybe need to be looked at. He looked at them. He fixed them. And then he gave us the bill. He gave us a discount on the bill for whatever reason. I don't know. And then he handed me his card and on his card, the name was Angel. So Angel had come and helped us with our plumbing. And now I've hired him back to do different projects that we have and, and have referred a lot of people to him. And we've built a really positive relationship. And as I was talking to him one day, I felt like my father was like super present because they had a lot of the similar mannerisms and ways of doing things and how they went about helping people. And it was very positive. So your ancestors can help you with tasks like that as well. They don't have to be big things. They don't have to be life altering experiences. They can be really small things. I love it. What a, what, what a wonderful experience and a wonderful example of uh, the support coming from your father and with this person and how kind he was, how generous he was, supportive he was, and then his name was Angel. <laughs> I, I love that. Yes, and, and we've experienced, I mean, even with the mechanic that we have, you know, I've talked to him sometimes and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of repair people now, uh, mechanics and even people that do things in your home, they want to replace stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And my father was one where, well, if it can be fixed, let's fix it. You know, we don't have to re always replace everything. Let's just fix it. Well, I have an electrician that is, oh, yeah, I can fix that. But I've had electricians that wanted to replace stuff. Right. And we have, we worked and got the right mechanic. And the mechanic, he's like, no, I can fix that. Or, no, you don't need to fix that right now. That's not a big deal. Based on the way you drive, you probably, you know, don't drive that much. You don't need to fix that. You know, and so it's it's really good because we've been able to work with our ancestors to bring in the right people to support us the way we were supported before. Yeah. And that's what's really beautiful. So lesson learned, call on your father or other ancestors first <laughs> for all those types of tasks, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, yes. It would have prevented a lot of water being all over the kitchen. Oh, it's okay. You know now. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. All right. So we, we wanted to take some um, live caller questions. If you, if you would like to 
work with Dr. Monique and um, it, it, it's usually like, you know, mini readings, mini messages from your ancestors. Can it be about anything or does it have to be something specific to manifestation? It can be about anything, but be specific. Don't just say, yeah. you know, what do my ancestors have to say? And if we were in a longer session, that would be fine. You could do that. But if we're trying to get something right now and just know your ancestors are not predicting the future. So if the question is, uh, well, my, um, you know, my partner come tomorrow, the ancestors are not going to say yes or no on mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. But if you say, I really want to be in a relationship, and I am feeling like there's some blocks, the ancestors can give you some ideas or some spiritual practices that you can do to begin, excuse me, to bring that person into your life. So those are the ways the ancestors answer. So if you're looking for predictions. Yeah, so ask a a specific question. Um, Yeah, so no no blind readings, like what what message do my ancestors have for me today? None, None of that. We don't, you know how I am. I don't like that. So ask something specific that's on your heart. That's, you know, important to you. And in, and um, ideally, if if the question could be something that could help everybody, you know, in some way, because a process might come through or some information or guidance might come through that'd be helpful for the entire audience would be would be great. Yes, that, <clears throat> and that's, a, that's a really good point. You know, if you resonate with something that the ancestors are sharing, then that means that there's a message from your ancestors in there as well. And you can actually do it. If there's a spiritual practice that they talk about, then try it because it may work for you as well. Yeah, exactly. All right. So um, like I said, you can raise your hand or you can put your question in the chat. So let me just um, get this going here. Give me a second. All right, so Destiny has had her hand has had her hand raised for a while. Go ahead, Destiny. Hi, Dr. Monique. Hi, Alara. Hi. Um, my question is, um, I keep feeling like I'm dealing with um ancestral stuff when when I've already cleared. Like I could tell you exactly what is going on in my body. Basic, based on what I had cleared in the past or what was trying to come back. And I'm wondering how I asked my ancestors to help me clear this out once and for all because I know I've already done this work. Well, maybe it's time to start connecting with the ancestors that are healed. Instead mm-hmm. of connecting with the ancestors that are wounded and trying to heal the stories that have been passed down that are causing the challenges in your, you know, your life experience. Now it's calling in those ancestors that are healthy and whole and happy and ready to support you and asking them to help you with what you want to experience. See, sometimes we'll say to them, oh, help me remove this wound, you know, help me have more money. But really go to what is it that you want to experience? What do you want to do with your life? What is it that you want that you don't have now? How is it that you want to feel that you're not feeling right now? And then ask the ancestors to help you experience that feeling, that experience. And 
I think that, you know, oftentimes we do a lot of focus on the ancestor that's struggling and the ancestors that are quote unquote wounded that we forget that there's these other ancestors there. And I really believe for you, that's what it, it's time for is to really focus on making that connection to your loving, kind ancestors, collaborating with them to experience the things that you want to experience. And knowing that it's safe to do so. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's definitely, you're always going to be safe when you're connecting with those healthy, loving, and kind ancestors. They, pro they provide the safety. And if you really are feeling like, ooh, I'm, I'm a little concerned, then the first thing you can do is say, to my healthy, loving, wise ancestors, please provide protection. If you work with spirit guides and you have a gatekeeper that you work with, ask that gatekeeper to only allow those loving and wise ancestors to come through. A lot of our grandmothers um, are protectors. You can ask the grandmothers, surround me and protect me from any of the ancestors that are not ready to support me. Not necessarily ancestors that are bad, just ancestors that are not ready. They're not at that point. Connect with them. So those are some different ways that you can ask for that support. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Dr. Monique. You're welcome. I like the way that you worded that. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Destiny. Go back and Thank watch you. again so that you can get, you know, more of that wording or just that intention um, clear, okay? And again, and that was for well. that was for everybody too, not just for yes. Destiny. Yes. Yeah. And I wish you well, Destiny. I hope you feel better soon. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to Layla. Layla, you wanna unmute? Hello. Hi. Hi. I would like to live in a spiritual community, not necessarily based around one religion, but you know, people who are on the path and spiritual and I would like help to first of all be the person that would be a match for that <laughs> and um and where that would be and how that would be created or if it's already created and I would move into it I would just like help with creating that in my life beautiful and that's beautiful do you believe that you're a good match for that? I feel afraid to let people really see me and that I may have, um, you know, wounding that will come out inappropriately in relationships. Okay. Okay. Well, this is great. So if you kind of stay to the end, that is one of the programs that I am offering about fear to freedom. Okay. What I would say is um, the first place you would want to start is working with that fear. You know, really releasing the fear. I asked you that question because that was where I sensed the um challenges for you experiencing that spiritual community the spiritual community that you're looking for exists and you could be the person that enriches that community you could be the person that brings even more people into that community that are uh, in alignment with the vision of the entire community so the community it absolutely exists 
where the work needs to come now is for you believing that and holding that to be true, for you valuing what you bring to the community. We all sometimes have relationships and challenges in relationships. That doesn't mean that you're not a valuable asset to the community or that you won't have deep connections in the community. Where you really focus, and that's where the ancestors are kind of guiding you to really focus on spending some time looking at what you would bring to the community. What is it that you bring, uniquely would bring to this community of people? And how would you bring value to this community? That's one. Then we'd need to work on some of the visibility pieces and being seen. And I want you to think about something that you can do, because I don't know kind of where you are at this point, but I want you to think about something that you can do. And that actually is a part of the program too, about visibility, is to do one thing that allows you to be seen in a way that hasn't been before, whether it's a social media post or reaching out to someone or going to an event and just sharing who you are. There's something that is like one step closer to being a little more visible, something very easy, something that is not a huge stretch for you, but it is something different for you. You have... Um, four ancestors who did struggle with visibility. And the reason is because as they shared more of who they were and stepped into their gifts, there were people that were jealous that did things to betray them, talked about them. They experienced a sense of abandonment as a result of really stepping in. So there was some real fear that came up for them and they've been protecting you, right? What you want to do is ask the ancestors that um, you have ancestors that were like freedom. They Freedom was sort of their whole mission was to be free. And they're saying that that's where you are now is freeing yourself from the beliefs that you are not bringing anything into this community. And those are the ancestors that can help you. So asking them for guidance, asking them for support, doing things that make you feel free, putting freedom on your, you know, on your vision board or on your wall or on your mirror, and just imagining what it would be like to be in this community and have the freedom to just be who you are, knowing that you're loved and supported. Continue to visualize that and then ask the ancestors, help create this for me. It is there. It is close. You're almost there. It's just a matter of doing some practices and doing some releasing that bring this forward for you. But it is a community that is already formed, but not completed. And you can bring in the completion of that community. Wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Monique. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Layla. We're going to go to Manisha. Thank you, Alara. Thank you, Dr. Monique. Hi, Manisha. 
Yeah, I love what you shared with Leila, and I think I can really resonate with uh, with Leila. Not being seen is what something I'm always uh, being told. I'd love to know what the ancestors uh, would say for me to move into a romantic relationship. Mm. So that's why yeah. I said I resonated because I'm I have fear of being seen. I'm sort of been hiding I think yeah and and that yeah and when we are when we're experiencing a fear of being seen fear of visibility it impacts us being able to be seen by the person that is our person right or our people because there's mm. often one more than one person that can be yes. a, a part of our 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 connection but it does so let's let's just let me just take a look at your ancestors and see who can help you with that. You have a wise grandmother on your mother's mother's side. Uh, four gen, kind of four generations back, who is saying, and this is a male ancestor, okay, who is saying, you have such a beautiful heart, and where you could do some work is trusting your intuition and your heart. That for you, there's a real connection. And right now it's sort of separated. It's like, you know, there's the heart and then there's my intuition. And he's saying that you want to unify those and that your heart um, can help you and can guide you, but your intuition will let you know who the right people are to connect with. And he's saying that there are options out there for you, right? There are a number of options. It's not just, oh, there's one person that comes to you. There's options for you in terms of the partners that can come in. And so if you're thinking of, oh, there's only this one person, no, there's options and some options will be closely connected to what exactly you want right now in your part of your life. And some may not be, but they're not bad people. They're just giving you options. That is the abundance that your ancestors can bring for you is an abundance in terms of options that then you determine what is the best fit for you. You come from a long line of very, very intuitive women specifically and somewhere along the line, that intuition piece has been cut off and it hasn't been used in a way that it's really trusted. And they want you to practice trusting your in intuition. And so one of the ways that you can do that is to look at a situation and then really step back and say, what am, where am I feeling in my body that there's an answer? And really tapping into that. And it can be it's small stuff. It doesn't really need to be anything really big, but just really tapping into it and seeing where it's showing up in your body and being um, conscious of 
the sensations of your body because your intuition is going to come to you through sensations in your body. The other thing they're saying to me for you is take your hands and put them down on your lap, ask a question, right? And ask them a question and your index fingers, they will begin to, over time, they will begin to move. And if there's two taps, that means no. If there's one tap, that means yes. Okay, so practice doing that, sitting, looking at something that you may need to make a decision about, sitting with it, feeling it in your body, put your hands on your lap, ask your ancestors, your, you know, and, and you can ask specific ones, depending on whatever the situation is, ask the ancestors, and then ask them to, you know, to give you a sign and you can even remind them, you know, two taps means no, one tap means yes. Right? And that is a good way for them to be able to connect with you. Thank you so much. You, The last part just gave me chills, you know, because um, thank you so much. And Alara always says as well, you know, where in my body am I feeling so, you know, it's like you're reinforcing what Alara had said to me or in the group call a while ago. So exactly well, that. And Alara is pretty powerful and wise. She, she's very, absolutely and, she is. Yeah. That's why I wanted to offer or give Alara the credit as well, because yes. she always says, she's always said that, where in my body am I feeling, you know. Keep yeah. working yeah. with her on that. That that is yeah that is a definite for you that is definitely a connection place. But I I also really like thank you Manisha. But I also really like the the fingers right the one for yes. no or whatever it was one for yes two for no, and practicing that because that's going to help you strengthen the trust in yourself and in trusting in your intuition. This this is exactly because I I. Weirdly enough, where I can say I'm intuitive is whenever I'm watching anybody, I always know the next word they will say. So, you know, they're sort of trying to reinforce that you know it. Yeah, trust, exactly. Trust, trust in, it. And believe in it. And it's trust not just it. trust it, it's about trusting yourself. Yes. Myself, yes. Yeah. Myself, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Ronnie. Thank you, Alara. Thank you. Yeah, wonderful. Welcome. Thank you, Manisha. Thank you. <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to, we still have Sunita and Cindy with their hands raised, but before that, we had some a question or two in the chat. Valerie, I'm not quite sure I understand the question, Valerie, but I'm going to post it to, pose it to Dr. Monique. She said, working on energetic hooks so my mom can be my guardian angel. Am I making progress with this? Hmm. Not quite sure what the energetic hooks are that you're talking about. So Valerie, do you want to unmute yourself? Oh, there you are. Yeah, I um I talked with the healer and I have been working on my mother father wounds. I apparently have two energetic hooks between my shoulder blades and I have been working on love in all shapes, forms and everything up and apparently my mother 
has been trying to release one of the hooks so that she can come in and be my guardian angel. And I blocked her. And so I was really kind of shocked about all of that. Um, and um, I have an altar for my mother and father. And I was just wondering if I'm making any progress um, with love. And um, so that my mom can come in for me um, and wanting a love relationship in my life before I cross over. That was got it. two things going on. Okay. So let's, I mean, as I, as you were talking, I'm like, let's just pull that out. It's gone. Right. And you have a great, 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 great grandmother who can help you you know sometimes working with those ancestors that are recently departed are and when i say recently you know one generation before us or even two or three generations before us sometimes it's very hard for us to have that connection because we are still seeing them as the physical beings that they were And if we're recognizing them as the physical beings, then we're recognizing all of their mistakes as well as their goodness. We're seeing all of that and it it interferes with our ability to really kind of make that connection. When Mm -hmm. we bypass them and go to generations back, like this grandmother that I just shared with you and ask them for help, they are in a position where they have ascended. They have been in the spirit world for a period of time they have the wisdom they have the ability to help you connecting with that ancestor and ask that ancestor and let me see if she's sharing a name with me so the name that's coming up is sarah and i don't know if that's sarah or sarah is coming up and it seems like it was a nickname or something. You can just write that on a piece of paper and put that on your altar and start to connect with her and work with her about releasing anything that you are feeling needs to be released. So that's one. And start to talk to her about this relationship that you want to experience. Once again, seeing yourself in the relationship as you're having the conversation with her. You know, my partner and I are, we're doing this, we're experiencing this, we're enjoying this, we have this feeling. I love looking at my partner's face and seeing the joy of, you know, the things that we're sharing together. Talk to her, talk to this grandmother and let her know this is what you're, you want to experience and asking her and any ancestors that can help you create that connection, right? And then when you're finished having that conversation, I want you to just tap your heart a few times and visualize your heart light expanding and going out and connecting and that the ancestors are bringing that connection You know, you're sending the connection out and your ancestors are helping you make that connection with the person um, that would be really good for you. 
Okay. So that's a practice that you can do to really get started um, in doing more. Uh, the the energetic hooks that you were talking about, almost like once you came on and started talking about it, everything started just disappearing and, and leaving. <laughs> so, yeah. I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time on that. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Valerie. Good. I'm glad we got that clarified because I was like, I'm not sure what the question says here. So good. Awesome. All right. We're going to go to Sunita. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I have a question about the mother line. Uh, I think there are problems with uh, relationship with men by my mother, uh, by myself, by my grandmother, by her mother. Uh, all my aunts are alone, uh, have a difficult relationship with men. Uh, can, I, can I do something to heal it? And is there a new relationship for me? <laughs> okay, let me just connect in. The interesting thing that came forward is it wasn't about healing the wound for the women in your family. It's mm -hmm. healing the stories for your, for the men in your family, mm -hmm. right? The men in your family have these stories that they've passed down that have created um, some challenges around connecting in relationship. So let's find out who on that part of your, and this is on both sides of your family. On your mother's father's side, there is an uncle who was a healer. And he's saying that he can come through and, and work with you to release the Yeah, release the the conflict, the male-female conflict that is taking place, that has created um, some challenges with being able to um, sustain relationships. And he's telling me that part of it is that the women in your family lineage are very powerful women. They are women who are um seers there are women who were healers there are women that are intuitive there are women that were just very very wise and intelligent and these women are so powerful that the men it it created some challenges for the men and by working with this particular uncle he can heal the the male um, the males in the family who were challenged by this energy, right? Challenged by this power that these women had. And what happened is over time, the they dimmed their light. They with they held back on their gifts, and now they're not being seen. 
And that's where some of these, these stories are coming from. So this uncle has a spiritual practice for you. He wants you, if you can invite any of your family over, but if you can't, that's okay. He wants you to create a traditional feast and with some traditional dishes and um, create this feast and have this celebration of a new beginning of women in your family, including you, who can, who can shine their light. And it, it's the, it's the celebration that sort of is the initiation into this new way of being and the new way of being seen for you and your family and you and the women in your family. And that means that if you can do it with other family members, you don't even have to tell them what they're doing. You're just inviting them over and you are setting the intention that with this uncle, that this is the opening, this is the beginning of this new way of showing up and being seen in the world as women to, to now attract men who are perfectly okay with your power. And that's where some of the problem has been. These, these men have really had a challenge with, um, with being able to, uh, to really um, appreciate the power that you have. In your case, this celebration begins to open you and he's wanting you to look at where you begin to dim your light because you don't think you're enough or you think you're too much. Because you are much more powerful than you realize. And the more you realize it, the more you embody it, the more you're able to invite that relationship in to be with you. He's saying that the relationship is like, there's just like, just a little bit that's separating you from bringing that relationship into your life. It's not like there's somebody way out there or it's, you know, thousands of years away. It is um, <laughs> sort of like there's this wall that's there. And the more you um, become accepting of who you are and the power that you have, the more that wall begins to dissolve and that person can come through and see the real you. What is happening is if you, when you dim your light and feel like you're too much, whether it's conscious or unconscious, then the people that see you are the people who like you with your light dimmed, but you can only do that for a period of time, right? So at some point they're going to start to feel uncomfortable because now your power is starting to come through. And this ancestor is saying, be you, do you, let the power of you come out. Stop feeling like you need to change who you are. And then invite that person in. Okay, does that make sense? 
<laughs> yes, it makes sense. Be but uh, the healing, I can't make physical uh, connection with my aunt of my mother. My mother disconnect with me. Okay. And, um, and took all her family also in that uh, process. So I can do that spiritual. Yes. That's, uh, yes. Yes? Okay. yes. Yes. Do it spiritually. Now, here's the thing. If, if it isn't, if right now it's not comfortable to do it by inviting the, you, you know, your mother and physically or spiritually, just do this for you. Begin by doing it for you because whatever you do for you will trickle down to other members of your family, right? Um, you know, forwards, backwards, linear. I mean, it will just help your family all together. But do it for you. Have this ceremony for you. Connect yeah. with this, an this ancestor just for you. And don't worry about connecting for the rest of the family just yet. It's your journey. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Sunita. Um, all right, we're going to go to Cindy quickly, and then we still have a few questions in the chat. But and I also want to talk about the the special offer that we have um, for Dr. Monique. Cindy, you there? Hi, hello, Alara and Dr. Monique. It's Hi, so great to be on this call, and I'm thoroughly enjoying everybody's messages that have coming through. And I have a question. I've been desperately trying to get help for my son who had suffered a traumatic injury to his brain. And since then, it was four years ago, it impacted his well-being, his mental health. He has PTSD and OCD, and he's just like really afraid to be around other people. I've tried to get him help to deal with therapy, trying to get over the trauma that he experienced and I've often prayed to my ancestors to help me get him the right help and we're slowly making progress I'm just wondering are there any ancestors that can help me get him help so that he can lead a normal productive happy life again from this occurrence I just really have been trying to get help for him and I don't know what other direction to go into mm -hmm. The first thing they're they're sharing with me is for you to begin to already see him as healthy, happy, whole, and not wounded. And I know that's hard because you see the challenges that he's having. He's your child. You see it. But just like in the morning when you wake up, start to see him in the way that you want him to experience life, right? Start to see him having been doing the things that you want when you first get up in the morning. And he actually has a couple of ancestors that are around him that are already doing some work with him based on you calling them forward and they are helping. There is a, um, in your father's side of the family, father's mother's side, about four generations, there is, and there, you know, there, 
they're saying neuroscience. Well, actually it was a brain specialist, right? Somebody who did that kind of work. Um, invite that ancestor to come and, be, and partner with your son and these other ancestors to guide him to the resources and the information that he needs to support him, but also asking any of your healer ancestors. And, and there are a number of them in your family lineage and you can just refer to them as the healers. Ask the healing ancestors, the ones that provide and can support with the healing to come through and help him and support him with his healing, whether it's them providing healing or him getting it from someone else, somewhere else, just asking them to provide him with the healing. But always finishing with you actually seeing him after you make this request as already being where you'd like to see him be in his life in terms of being free of some of the um, trauma that he's experienced as a result of the brain injury. Yeah, those, those are the ways that you can get started working with him. That is such great information coming forward. And I actually did have some medical doctors on my father's maternal side. So that's so interesting that you connected with that <laughs> history, that lineage. And my mother's side, I know, had many healers as well. Mm -hmm. And I've been asking my son's paternal grandmother, who recently passed away this past December. I'm hoping she she was very close to my son. And I feel that she's there offering guidance also. Her name was Gloria. Okay, so here what I would here's what I would do, because she's recently passed. I would call on and ask and invite Gloria's grandmother, her grandmothers to help your son and to help and support Gloria with her transition because she's newly transitioned. So sometimes it's harder for us to have, we can have a connection with them, but then asking them to help us, they're still, you know, they've changed their address and they're getting, you know, accustomed to the new address, right? And so that connection isn't always the easiest connection for the healing that we want. You can still, you know, ask her for her support and guidance, but also talk to her grandmother to help both of her grandmothers to help facilitate this, this healing for your son. Okay. Wonderful. That's great information. She was the closest grandmother to him, uh, and she was trying to help them these past few years. So, yes, mm -hmm. that's such a blessing to hear. And I really appreciate all your guidance and wisdom that came through. Thank You're you welcome. so much. And Very helpful. I, I wish your, your son well, and I send him tons of healing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That just really touches my heart. Thank you and many blessings Thank to you. you and everyone on this call. Thank you very much, Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. You're welcome. Um, all right. Thank you, Cindy. All right. We're going to go to, there's a few questions in the chat that I, I want to definitely go to. But we, before that, I just want to quickly talk about the um, 
the special offer that Dr. Monique would like to share with us today. So I'm just going to share my screen. <clears throat> Dr. Monique, give me one second. I think it's this one. Can you hear me? Can you see it? And can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So <clears throat> Dr. Monique's package is a seven-week ancestral fear story healing journey, plus a bonus manifesting and mindset live workshop. Uh, here you go, Dr. Monique. Okay. So this is the Fear to Freedom program. And many of you have talked about your fear, fear of being visible, um, fear of not having enough. And, you know, so there's a number of fears that show up and this is the fear to freedom program. And this is a path to abundance in all areas of your life. And we'll embark upon this journey together for a full seven weeks. And this is a time for you to really release those fears. Now, those fears are often associated with scarcity, abandoned betrayal and shame. And we'll be working to release all of those wounds stories, traumas that have been passed down to you. In the process of doing that, we're also looking at creating abundance and connecting with your ancestors. So through this program, that's what you'll do. So the first two weeks, the first four weeks are all you doing is you're doing these online digital, it's a digital program for the first four weeks where you are going in in the first week is forgiveness and ancestral healing. We'll also be looking at releasing some betrayal rooms. The second week is embracing ancestral connections. And this is where you'll start to connect with your ancestors for the healing that needs to take place in order for you to have a deeper connection with abundance in your life, in order for you to experience greater abundance in your life. And then in weeks three and four, we're just doing rituals and spiritual practices for healing. So you'll have these rituals and spiritual practices. You've heard a few of them here that the ancestors share. There'll be practices that you can easily implement and easy, easily incorporate into your life. It's not something where you have to go and sit on the top of a mountain for hours and hours. Not that that's a bad thing, but that's not what this is about. This is about really in integrating this into your life in a very easy way. And we'll once again be doing more partnering Well, you'll go through a journey to connect with your healthy ancestresses. If you notice, we had a lot of ancestresses that came through today and they are the ones that are really leading the whole um, healing for a lot of family lineages. So that's why we're connecting with them. You'll be able to connect with them through a guided journey that is a healing journey that will help to release more of the karmic story. So specifically during this time, you can really work on shame as well as the betrayal stories too. And then we'll do ancestral healing messages and spiritual practices. So you'll be getting messages from your ancestors that you'll be working with to begin to um, once again, release some of the stories that need to be released in your family lineage. Okay, so then we get into week five and that's a live workshop. That's where I'm there with you. This is the workshop on releasing abandonment and rejection because that is a, one of the big fears that people have when they're experiencing fear is that they'll be abandoned, they'll be rejected. People won't want 
to include them in their lives. This is where we will actually break down those wounds and we will heal all of those stories um, and connect with the ancestor that is most ready to help you release those stories. We'll have, we'll go on a deep journey during that session as well. There'll be some learning, but then there'll be this deep journey and we'll go through that journey. If you're not able to attend the live workshop, that's okay. The healing will be just as powerful in the replay, which you will have access to. And then in week six, we'll have the Embrace Your Ancestral Medicine live workshop. And this is around visibility and the courage to share your story, to share your work. We will be looking at what is that medicine that has been passed down from generation to generation to generation in your family that you can now use in your healing practice, in your coaching business, and your as a spiritual entrepreneur, and in your own personal life to experience the abundance that you want to experience. And each of us has that unique medicine that has been passed down, that superpower that's been passed down. We're going to start to unveil what that is for you. And that will help you to feel more confident and be more visible. Okay, so in week seven, that is our ancestral wisdom circle, which is something that most people say they absolutely love. And that is where you will receive channeled messages and guided insights from the ancestors. And in this live workshop, everyone will have an opportunity to receive messages. So each person is giving time to receive messages from the ancestors. Similar to what we did today, but more in depth because you'll have a little more time. And then we have the bonus week, which is the mindset and manifesting. And that is where I am really going to give you some manifestation tools that you can use with your ancestors to manifest and to create the kind of abundance you want in any area of your life. It could be abundance of relationships, love, opportunities, travel, money, business, clients, whatever it is that you want. This is what we'll be working on in that workshop. So all of this, this entire seven weeks is about helping you to be more visible, helping you to release the fear, helping you to create a greater level of abundance in your life. And it's a seven week journey. The last three weeks of the journey are personally with me. The first four weeks you'll have, you'll be able to go into your own portal and you'll be able to work at your own pace and go through the first four weeks of the workshop. I'll be dropping in little messages to you and in words of encouragement. I'll be sending you different ways that you can manifest, you know, some of the things that you want, different, different practices that you can try along your journey for the first four weeks. And then the last three weeks are you and I working together live. That bonus session that I mentioned, that bonus session is going to be in January. And that will be sort of a way to kick off your year and kick off your year in the state of manifesting and in a mindset to create greater abundance in your life. And what I'm offering that I hadn't mentioned to Alara, but I'm offering this. If you take action and join and participate with us and sign up within the next 48 hours, 
I'm going to include the poverty healing um, workshop in your bundle. You'll have access to this online program where you will be able to log in and go through the poverty clearing program. It is a four week program where you're clearing any poverty and scarcity wounds that may be in your family lineage, any scarcity stories that may you may have experienced or your ancestors have experienced, you'll be able to work on that while you're working in this program and it will easily fit in so you won't have to feel like I'm overwhelmed and there's so much to do. There's short you know, exercises that you can do. There's short videos. The meditations are not real long meditations that you can do that will actually intensify and accelerate your path to abundance. And that is available for the people who sign up within the next 48 hours for this seven week program. Awesome. Well, that's an extra special bonus, surprise bonus that I didn't even know about. <laughs> so thank you. Um, so please do use this coupon code, Alara23, in order to receive the package at this rate of 333. Okay. Otherwise, it's 497, right? So if you would yes. like to receive this discounted price of 333, please use the coupon code Alara23. And please do purchase within the next 48 hours so that you can receive this uh, wonderful special bonus of the poverty clearing four week workshop as well. Awesome. Thank you. And just so you know, you'll have access to this program for an entire year. You'll be able to go back at any time and do any pieces of it. All of the recordings will be in your portal where you'll be able to log in. All of the information will be there. Both programs will be available to you for the next year. Awesome. Good. And that, that's long enough for us to go through it once, twice, exactly. even three times. <laughs> exactly. Good. Thank you. All right, we are going to just, there were some quick um, questions in the chat that I wanted to quickly take. Um, but uh, Gail, did you have a question for Dr. Monique? Yeah. Oh yes, I did. It was just something quick. I loved everything I heard and um, you know, my prayers for everyone and I hope everyone gets through their, their challenges but embrace the ancestor. But what I wanted to say, um, I've been communicating with my parents and my ancestors. It's like, good morning. <laughs> I give them the good morning. Um, but I don't necessarily ask them for stuff. And maybe that's what I should be doing. Like my dad, when I know I have to fix something, like your dad, Dr. Monique, <laughs> fixed everything. He knew how to fix stuff. So when I'm challenged to fix something like a plumbing situation, he usually, you know, I usually sense or I hear him say, get that guy. You'll do the plumbing stuff for you really well. But for other things, I'm able to kind of finesse in and be able to do it myself. But what I wanted to know, it's love, love, love. And I don't know if I should come to them with that. What do you think, Dr. Monique? OK, so you're you're talking you're wanting to be in relationship. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Talk to them, particularly if you know ancestors that had long-term loving relationships, ask those relate those ancestors to be matchmakers. Okay. Right? Think about it. Some of them will be more that than happy. Good. I mean, I had a grandmother that was always trying to matchmake. <laughs> 
she was matchmaking when you were already matched. So, oh. so that's well, no, she was trying to match you with the person you person were already matched with. For you. No, no, she was trying to match you with the person you were already matched with. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's trying to make it a deeper match, right? Mm -hmm. um, so when, you know, I always say to my family members, that's the one you want to call on. You know, you want to call on granny. Invite granny to help match you with the person. So call on your ancestors, whether you know them or not, that were deep in relationship and ask them to support you with making that connection with a partner. And then there's other tools that you can use as well, but that's one that you can really get started with by having that conversation. And if you feel a real beautiful connection with your family, your, your parents, you can ask them, you know, to bring this relationship to you, but definitely go back a few generations. Like I'm thinking I'm getting four or five generations back and mm -hmm. just inviting those ancestors to create relationship with you, see them in ceremony, you know, around relationships, and then see you bringing that ceremony into your own experience. And they're, um, yeah, they're, they're waiting to make that connection. They're like, as soon as you start talking, they're like all excited. They're ready to, to help. Yeah. You. I have thousands of them. They're all around all the time. Yep. <laughs> Yep. They yes. love the music Start. I play. They love when I sing, I dance, I celebrate them, I celebrate me. They love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now you just you've already established the relationship. Now yeah. it's time for you to to um engage in that relationship in a way that also supports you. And that will make them even more excited because now they get to do even more with you. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Monique. And thank you a lot, Alara, for all your, your, the wonderful people that you bring on. They're all great. Uh, thank, <laughs> yes. thank you so much, blessings Gail. To, blessings and love to you both. Blessings thank to you. Thank you. You, you too. All right. We're going to take a few questions from the chat um, really quickly. Chris was asking, can you tell me which ancestor I can call on to help me with my current health issues, which are interfering with my freedom? Okay. Hmm. I'm, they're trying to give me a name, so give me a second. The name that's coming is Mona. So Mona was a healer in very ancient times. And Mona has been really working at pushing the healing energy out through the family lineage for multiple generations. She's saying there are multiple healers in the family, but the healing didn't necessarily continue. So invite Mona to be with you in your healing. And like if you're going through a procedure or if you are um, taking a, a medication or if you're, you know, doing something around food choices, whatever you're doing to help you um, in terms of your health challenge, invite Mona to partner with you to really make whatever steps you're taking even more powerful. So definitely do, you know, the things that you are supposed to do. 
follow your medical advice. I'm not saying don't do that. Definitely do that. But invite Mona in to really intensify whatever it is that you are doing to take steps to your healing naturally. And Mona is, is that healer in your lineage. Awesome. So Chris, let us know how that resonates with you. And yes, definitely call on Mona. Okay. Um, Zila had to go, but uh, she said, I finally manifested a safe place to live for winter, but I have this fear that something, <clears throat> sorry, something will go wrong. Either I will be perceived as doing something wrong or be betrayed somehow. I have a big compassion heart and only want to bring good to the situation. Can you ask my ancestors how to proceed, please? Yeah, I, one of the things that you definitely would want to work on is that betrayal story. That is a betrayal story that doesn't didn't start with you. It's a betrayal story that has been passed down from generation to generation to generation and um, started about seven generations back on both sides of the family with some land and property stuff, and which is probably why this is showing up now for you. Um, healing that would be would be something that would be very good for you to focus on. In the meantime, the ancestor that can help you are ancestors who are um, ancestors of the land. Interesting. We're looking for you at, you know, the blood ancestors and healing the betrayal, but really looking at the ancestors of the land where you're going to, where you're living and asking them for support and guidance, honoring the ancestors of the land, maybe going out and saying a prayer, um, planting a plant if you can somewhere, you know, flowers or bringing a, a, a pot of, a, a, you know, a potted plant, if you can't plant something in the ground and placing it there as an offering to the ancestors of the land to create peace where you are. And this is, you know, this is a part of the ancestral connection too. We often talk about the blood ancestors, but there's other ancestors that can help you too that are not blood related. In this case for you, it's asking the ancestors of the land to create peace within that property that you are on and to bring continued peace to that property. And that mm -hmm. will help as well. The other thing is if you're focused on something going wrong, and you probably already know this, then there's a chances are that they probably will go wrong. Begin to focus on things going right. When you start to feel like something's going to go wrong, that is a great way for you to shift into it going right. And just saying to yourself, you know, all is well, everything here is beautiful. I am in a safe place. I am, you know, just really speaking positiveness and using that fear as the contrast to really look at what you want to experience there, how you want to be in that space and sharing that with the ancestors of the land to bring peace. And those ancestors will very, I mean, they will really be grateful to you as well because many, many um, 
years ago, there was a lot of conflict on that land. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you'll have conflict, but it does mean that you can actually acknowledge them and um, and really invite them to create peace and to continue creating peace in the environment that you're in. And that would be my suggestion and the information that I'm getting from them for you. Awesome, thank you. So hopefully Zila, you'll, you'll be able to get all that in the replay. I mean, I know you will, so please do listen. Um, Pippa wrote in the chat, having been adopted, I do not know my birth family and ancestors. That's okay. So wondering if there are any coming forward to help me as I am looking to be seen and guidance to find my new home, wherever that may be, moving to Glastonbury or going abroad. Okay. You have an ancestress on your mother's mother's side who was... She was like a wanderer, traveler, visited new places, new experiences. She loved being around people that were different than her, um, involved in cultural experiences. She is one that can help you. He's one that will support you. And that's on that's from your biological mother. And then remembering that your adopted family is also part of your ancestral team as well. And although they're not related to you by blood, those are the ancestors I was talking about before where they we're not necessarily related by blood, but there's a connection and there is a connection with them as well. And if you know any of them that can help you with, you know, where you're going to be and can help you with um, visibility, then that would be really great. There is definitely some, there are some stories around shame, both on your, your biological family side, your blood related, as well as the adoptive family. And that shame oftentimes keeps us from being seen. Fear is a part of it. Fear absolutely does keep us from being seen. Shame is a part of that fear. The shame often carries the fear in it. And we need to work on the shame in order for us to release some of the stories around not being seen. I would very much, if you know, if you're at all interested, very much encourage you to come and step into the program because there is a whole piece in there on visibility. I've received so many messages from people about having this fear of being seen. And that's why I've included that in the um, seven week program. So that's something for you to get started. Awesome. So Pippa, let us know how that resonates with you. I'm going quickly now because it's like, oh, my God, look at the time. Um, so Sarah so wrote in the chat, we spoke some time ago and you suggested that I light four candles to bring my ancestors help in. Is that finished? I stopped due to injury, but could start again. Now is the time I want to bring in extra productive energy for my children who live in Israel.
well, and she's, if she's still on, how many children? What I would say is for every child that you have living in Israel, whether it's your children or grandchildren. I have two daughters and two grandchildren there. And okay. a son in law. Okay, let's light those, let's light those four candles, right? And lighting candles for them to receive the support of the ancestors in keeping them, not only keeping them safe, but also allowing them to continue to experience joy in their lives. Asking those ancestors for protection, asking those ancestors for support. And so yes, going ahead and starting again with the lighting of the four candles. I don't remember, um, you know, usually when I do these these um, readings, I don't remember, like, I can't even remember the one that we did before you asked the question. <laughs> so they yeah. go very quickly. Um, but you, I don't, so I don't remember what the four candles were for, but I can tell you what they are for now. And that is for your children and your grandchildren to um, be a light for the ancestors to continue to bring them blessings and joy and a connection for them and helping to keep them safe. So those ancestors will come through. There are um, five ancestors that are really devastated by the conflict and by the pain that's being caused, period. And they want to be sure that they shield your family from experiencing that. While also, these are ancestors that um, that are really wanting healing for everyone. You know, our ancestors see the pain. They don't see the, the conflict. They just see the pain that's being caused. They see the energy of what's happening. And they just want to see that going away. And by you bringing them in, you're allowing them now to not only protect your family, but now to spread healing and love and light um, all throughout the region. So yes, your four candles would be powerful. Thank you. My children have just been invited to be part of World Central Kitchen because they're cooking four to 700 meals a day for displaced people and whoever needs it. It's, yeah. it's a grassroots thing they did, but thank you. Putting extra protection around them is. Well, they're carrying out what their ancestors are, are wanting to experience. So bringing those five ancestors in as a, as a form of protection, but also those ancestors can work, you know, kind of work through them and with them and spread that love and healing even deeper. It, they're powerful. These are five very powerful ancestors um, who are just, they feel honored that um, their descendants are doing this work. So definitely continue to connect with them, light the candle, invite them in. Thank you. That really helps me. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. All right, we're gonna. Jill has a question. She says, "I have a blockage <clears throat> in back of third eye that inhibits my intuition." Was told this is a trauma to the head from the Holocaust. 
Is this ancestral or past life? My immediate family was all in USA during Holocaust. However, I am sure I have ancestral cousins in Germany. I'm, I'm definitely sensing that it is an ancestral piece, but I'm also getting that there is some past life in there as well. But there's an ancestral piece where there were ancestors that were deeply affected by the Holocaust. And you had some ancestors that really stood up and were brave during that time and courageous and spoke out. And that created some trauma for them. And so that was a, a problem. Here's the thing. They are not, I mean, they're not blocking your intuition though. They are... Yeah, they're not blocking your intuition, but there is a healer in your family lineage that is basically telling me that um, you can connect with her to increase your intuition. And she is, it's interesting because she's saying, don't refer to it as a block refer to it as a way to strengthen your intuition because she's saying that as you refer to it as a block it's it's further making you feel like your intuition just isn't there and now allow these ancestors that were courageous and brave and spoke out to be a part of your team to support you with deepening your intuition and then She's also a healer. She's also saying there's something with you about doing some healing work. And I don't know, if maybe you're a healer. I'm not sure, but about you doing some healing work. Um, but yeah, she's, she's definitely wanting to connect with you on that level. But she's just really saying to me, you know, let her know there's no block. There's no block. There's no block. Just don't see this as a block. See this as this is your time to strengthen your intuition and to do and learn different ways of um, increasing your intuition, improving your intuition and really looking at it that way. And then for the ancestors that experienced or possibly experienced the Holocaust, whether directly or indirectly, She's saying that you can light a candle on the altar for them, asking them to come into this beautiful light with you and to join with you and to help you um, do the things that you want to do to move your life forward. So you can unify with them. So that's your message. Awesome. Great. And you know, it's funny, I was getting... The same thing about it's not a block. Stop saying it's a block. It's not a block. It's going to help you to increase and enhance your intuition. So there you go. <laughs> and if you're getting it from her too, then there it is. 
I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Jill. Don't focus on it being a block. I would say focus on it being more as an opening to enhance your intuition. Okay. Uh, okay, last last question. There was one more. Ah, uh, Kenny. Uh, last one. Last one. I I like. I know we're 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 both late. It's like we're gonna go. But um, nope. Kenny says, <laughs> I would love to know who my best ancestors would be to help me to to help me in this new journey of pursuing my passion and opening a women's shelter back home. Oh, Kenny, that is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Now I know Kenny because I traveled to Fiji and Kenny has lived here and I had a chance to meet to meet Kenny. So I do know Kenny. And I just want to say thank you so much for, for doing that back home. I know how important that work is to you and your life and your story. And that is absolutely beautiful. And knowing that I know that you have, you have very um, powerful women in your family lineage that, have followed your journey and your struggles and all of the things that you've been to from, you know, coming to the United States and being here and now being able to go back there and do the work that you're doing. And it was like, when you stepped back in Fiji, they had celebration. They were joyful and jubilant and excited about you being there and bringing back and coming back and helping people not to experience or supporting people who have experienced the things that you've experienced. And they are just surrounding you and loving you and lifting you up and encouraging you to do this work. And they want to remind you that you don't have to do this alone to remember that, that there are people, the right people will see your vision both in the U S and in Fiji and create a um, way for you to make this vision come to be. And you can ask your ancestors, you have ancestors on your mother and your father's side that you can invite in and ask them to connect you with the souls that are in alignment with the vision that you have. Really being clear about that vision wake up in the morning and visualize this center, the way it looks, the way it feels. Are you sitting in the center now? I can see your face. So yes or no, are you sitting in the place? Okay, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So see that place filled with um, the people that you most want to help. See them receiving help. See the people coming and showing up and helping you with this vision. Wake up in the morning and absolutely see it. And then ask the ancestors because they're right there. You're on the land that they were on. You're right there. Ask the ancestors to now connect you with the souls that are most connected to the vision that you have for that place. Ask the ancestors to come in. When you walk in the building, ask the ancestors to bless every step you take through the building, to bless the building, to make it a safe place and make it a place for um, people to grow and prosper and heal, right? You have, um, there's like five ancestors on both sides of your family that are guiding your footsteps, right? Guiding your footsteps. Three of those are women, two are men. 
and the men are on each side and the women are spread between both sides as well. And they are like in, they're in that space. They're in that space with you already. You just have to invite them to now be a part of this vision even more. And the way you do that is by doing your visioning work, by spending some time closing your eyes, taking this vision and then inviting them to be a part of it. You may even wanna do something to honor the ancestors in a part of the building, right? For the, um, you may do something, I'm seeing something with um, maybe sand, um, water from the ocean, uh, maybe even a candle, but they're being clear. They don't want you to keep the candles lit for, I, I guess they're saying safety reasons, but um, where people can come in and like take a little bit of the sand and put it in another small bowl as a representation of honoring of their own ancestors and their own healing path. And um, just saying thank you for those that came before them. And, you know, even saying a blessing for, for your ancestors would be really helpful when you're, you know, walking through your place. But this is a very powerful step that you're taking and you do have a group behind you. Now it's asking them to connect you to the people that can help really make that space the place that you really want it to be. And I just, once again, want to say how incredibly amazing it is that you're going back and doing this in your home. So this is beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Kitty. Great job. She was here before I got here or about the same time. So she's been on the call for a long time. Oh, nice. Um, I missed one by Sunita. She really wants this question. She wants to ask this question. She said, can I also, can I ask also for my brother? He had three weeks ago a TIA brain attack. Um, how can I help him? He thinks that it comes by youth trauma. What you got? That, that's coming on um, father's father's side. Uh, connect with David, who is three generations back, father, father's side, and ask him to support your brother. That's the quickest that I can do, but ask him to support your brother. Awesome. Good. Thank you. So work with, with that ancestor, Sunita, and ask him to help you, okay? And support your brother. And of course, go back and listen to what Dr. Monique said to Cindy as well. There may be some information, some wisdom in there as well that could help you and your brother as well, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Monique. You're wonderful, like always. So spot on. Um, so any last words of wisdom for us from the ancestors? <laughs> So <laughs> we've the, so the, much. The last words of wisdom that I have for you is make the connection. Mm -hmm. Know that you're safe. Know that they're supporting you. Know that they're around you, and know that that is another source of support with you, um, for you. 
along with your spirit guides and your angels and your own soul's guidance, those are all a part of this team, this spiritual team that can help you take this journey in life and create more joy and love and abundance in all areas of your life, prosperity, if that's what you need um, to fulfill the projects that you have. Know that they're available, know that they're there. Just call up on them and ask them. And one of the last things too is oftentimes we'll hear that we have this problem or that problem, or there's this spiritual problem or that spiritual problem. And that can be helpful because it gives us the information that we need in order to create some healing in our lives, but also remember that we also have a lot of things about us that are not wounded, right? We have a lot of ancestors that aren't wounded and we can tap into that place as well to help us overcome anything that we're experiencing. So thank you, Alara, for inviting me to be here. Thank you to all of you for being here and for staying this long and for asking your questions and giving me the honor of connecting you with your ancestors. It's truly a blessing for me and it allows me to carry out the ancestral medicine that the ancestors in my lineage have blessed me with. So thank mm. you. Beautiful. Thank you. And of course, if you'd like to work more deeply with Dr. Monique, please do check out her package, her special offer and um, work with her. Please do make sure you use the code Alara23. So you get the, the proper price, okay? And also tomorrow's show is going to be at 11 a.m. Eastern. This is with the one from Wednesday. <laughs> it got postponed to Friday because she did not have power. So please do join us for that on Friday. And of course, I am finally back doing my own call. So please join me for the DNA activation upgrade on Sunday. <sighs> So, and of course we have another show on Saturday. It's like, it's, it's a crazy week. So I'm so glad that you were all able to make it here today. Enjoy, go back and watch and listen to this show because there's so much wisdom. Like I said, there's always so much wisdom that comes through when Dr. Monique is talking, not just from the conversation, but from the reading that she's doing. And that wisdom is not just for the person who was asking, it's for all of us. If it resonates with you, then definitely try and use those um processes, tools, practices, etc. And as well, Dr. Monique gave us uh, many processes before we went into the readings as well. So please do go back and watch and listen and start to use them, start to integrate them and start to create that relationship with your ancestors, the healed, happy, kind ancestors. Okay. So that's, that's your focus, the happy, healed, kind, etc. Um, uh, ancestors. Okay. So please do start working with them include them in your life. And it's simple, like, like, you know, there's so many processes, but I love that one of the water, you know, the night before asking a question, having a little bit of water beforehand and in the morning, waking up, having the water again, and then just writing down whatever messages, information you get, you know, it's a process, right? So it's not going to be a full page story the first day, but it's be something, right? Um, that and just honoring your ancestors again is just lighting a candle, having some water, talking to them. That's it. You don't need to know their names, it doesn't matter. Just again, healthy, happy, healed <laughs> ancestors. That's who you want to work with, right? Thank you so much, Dr. Monique. It's always a, a always a pleasure. We always learn so much, and there's you always bring these new processes, you know, as well for us to um, to help us connect with our ancestors and the ancestral wisdom that's always there to help us, to guide us, to 
help us on our journey to move forward so that we can all be happy and thrive. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And everybody, for all your questions, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So appreciate it because, because of your questions, we were able to bring through all these wonderful processes. So thank you, thank you, and, this, and the wisdom. Um, yeah, so this replay will be out in a little bit. It's, since it's two hours, it'll take a bit of time for <laughs> to process. So until then, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings always. Bye, everyone.